Hi, my name is Dave Bream. I'm one of the pastors here at Hillside Community Church, and uh, today is one of uh, our first in topics that we want to uh, talk a little bit of, especially that are prevalent topics for the day and age that we live in. And so tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about handling your finances during this COVID time. And I'm excited to have uh, Craig and Melanie Lashley here with us. Craig and Melanie lead our Generosity.Life ministry, which kind of oversees a lot of Financial Peace University that we teach here, plus just uh, doing budgets, helping people, giving people money guides that can help them get their arms around the finances. So I really appreciate you guys being here tonight. Um, you know, I think during this time that we've experienced since COVID here, I think people are probably in one of three categories. They've either um, lost a job or they've had a significant reduction of income or they're doing okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's, again, a lot of uncertainties um, with that, even that third one and, and so forth. So we just want to kind of get a feel um, for how to respond in those times. And so, you know, one thing I want you guys to do, I think you can share a little bit about what you've personally experienced these last few months and how you've been able to deal with it and so forth. All right. So Melanie, why don't you share a little bit of the background? Thanks, here? Dave. Um, well, in the fall of last year, we determined as a couple that I was going to try to not work anymore. We have new grandbabies and we wanted to spend time with them and so we decided we were gonna see if we could live without my income so okay. for three months we budgeted without it okay. and lived on it and so in December I gave notice and quit work okay so we started the new year we're excited this new venture and um, had some kind of bad news from Craig's job that they were gonna reduce his salary okay. and we weren't prepared for that but we weren't going to be okay. You know, yeah. we're going to be okay because of that. And um, so things were going well. Uh, we had a great beginning of the year after that, in spite of it. And um, March came along, so there's COVID, and his sales in his company went down. Okay. So June, his employer implemented a three-month temporary salary cut. Pretty, uh, pretty big one. Pretty significant. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, we were like, whoa, wow, we're really walking in this um, like a lot of other people. But um, so what we share with you today is based kind of what we've either already done or what we're doing now. And um, we're thankful that years ago we had the opportunity to go through Hillside's uh, Financial Peace University. And through that, we had paid off debt, and we had um, also saved an emergency fund. And so FPU really equipped us to be able to take on this time well, yeah. yes. you know, better than maybe a lot of people, because yeah. I feel like we're prepared. So we're really thankful for that, and we have a contentment in our heart that... Um, you know, we're in the place that we are. So. And now that you guys facilitate that class, I mean, Dave Ramsey really tries to keep things pretty simple sure. in the mm -hmm. way he teaches and the principles he teaches. But there's a few things that I think you guys can share for for us tonight just related to some of the ABCs, some, some basic principles that would help somebody during this time. Craig, share a few of those. Yeah, and I thought about for tonight with everything going on, it really is an ABC. It's to analyze, it's to budget and then make behavior changes, right? So um, I would encourage everyone really to first, to, to stop and really look at your situation, look at what expenses you have, 
Um, look at bank, bank statements and see where you're spending your money and look at what your income is and really understand the position you're in. Because a lot of people that we work with, they figure out it's not as bad as they think it is because they're afraid to look at it and they don't want to put it on paper and it's a negative uh, yeah. you know, thing to work through. But you know, I'd really encourage you to do that, to analyze and know where you're starting from. Um, and that'll relieve a lot of the pressure. And right we there. talk about that. We have money guides in our church that can sit down and help. I know some of the fear is of people even looking at their finances and they kind of want to stick mm-hmm. their head in the sand mm-hmm. and not address it, but it won't go away. And in right. fact, it could snowball if you don't look at it. And I, and I think that's a good principle of mm-hmm. A is just don't be afraid to analyze your situation because you're not by yourself. You can get help. Absolutely. One of the statistics Ramsey uses a lot is that seven out of 10 households are living from paycheck to paycheck. So if that's the case, this is impacting a lot of people. And even if we didn't have COVID, there's a lot of people that still not in a very healthy financial position. Um, so, you know, that's where I would be humble and say, hey, let's see if we can learn something and maybe work with one of these money guys. Okay. Okay. So then there's some basic principles, especially if you've lost a job or your income's going down related to what Ramsey teaches that you should focus and prioritize on there. Share some of those. Yeah, so you want to protect the four walls. That's the most important thing, especially if you've lost a job and you're in a really tough financial position. If the creditors are calling, you know, they're banging on the door, um, you're going to have a lot of people trying to get those few dollars you have available to send out. So um, you want to take care of your food first. The second thing is your shelter, and the third thing is your transportation. He also talks about clothing, but most of us in this community have enough clothes. That's probably not an issue. So, um, you know, when the, when you build out this plan, the second part of that was a budget to build out a plan. That's all a budget is. You're going to take care of those things first, those four things. And after that, then you'll open the door uh, to some of the, the other categories and some of the other maybe debts or demands that you have, you know, that are going against you. The second thing that I would say that's really important during this time is to build up cash. Even if you haven't been impacted by it, we don't know how this is going to impact the fall with school out and sports and all the other things that, you know, that are impacting incomes and businesses. So uh, as much cash as you can put back and store, you know, I would encourage you to do that. And even what you guys share, what's happened to you personally, one of the greatest principles you ever put into place was this emergency fund, because now you have that. And it's nice to have that to to take care of yourself during this time. So if you don't have that, for somebody that hasn't been impacted, be thinking about, you know, starting that. So what that's done for us, it's it's taken an emergency situation and has turned it into an inconvenience, right? Okay. Because we're not panicking and freaking out. Because even if we lost our job completely, we have six to seven months of of income to cover expenses, right? Uh, Of savings, I mean, not income. So um, that puts you in a position that makes it uh, less of an emergency. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, Melanie, also, you guys have also looked at some other discretionary spending, especially during COVID. How have you guys done some different things there? Well, um, by default, entertainment and eating out has been greatly reduced because we couldn't go. The movie theaters were closed and uh, we couldn't eat out. Now we could do that a little bit more, but uh, we ate at home a lot, as did most everybody or as most people still do. Uh, We eat a lot of leftovers. We don't want to waste anything. So we're trying to be a good steward with everything that we have. And um, so that is 
number one there. Um, utilities, what can you reduce? Can you turn off the lights and be more uh, intentional? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, in that respect. And uh, could you turn the air up a little bit more? Mm-hmm. But also, like cable TV, cable TV we went to a streaming um, type instead. Yeah. Yes, and that has been good. Um, we also reviewed our insurance, the auto and the home, and uh, we were able to save $600 a year and get a better deductible and better coverage. So that was a huge thing. Yeah, Um, we just did that. We had rental car coverage on our policy, and I'm like, we have three cars, I mean, with my daughter. And so somebody could, you know, pick up the slack that we wouldn't have. So little things like that can Mm -hmm. really pay off in the long run. But I I would recommend if someone had a car payment, that they would sell the car. Ramsey mm. always says, sell the car, yeah. you know. <laughs> and get something a little. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Where if you, you had a five payment. or $600 car, car payment, payment every month, that would, what could you do with that, yeah. you know? So yep. you could get a used car that you could maybe pay less for. So that, the other thing that uh, we did ourselves is refinanced our home. Okay. Because the rates um, are so low right they now. They are a yeah. lot better right now, yes. And uh, we did that to reduce our payment. Um, they're more attainable should something happen to Craig's job. Yeah. Um, but right now, you know, can always pay more. Yeah. But you can't be required to pay less if your right. payment is bigger to begin with. And so. I get asked that once in a while. Is it worth me refinancing? And I mm-hmm. always tell people, well, you kind of look at how much you're going to spend in closing costs. Right. And then divide that by how much you're saving per month. Mm-hmm. And because then that would say... That's how long you have to stay in your house to recover from that, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about refinancing at a lower rate, you're paying more principal off, which is a good thing, too. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. just being able I pay $1,200 in closing costs, my, reduce my payment by 200 I got to stay in my house at least six months to recover from that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, you get asked that a lot, but refinancing right now with the way the interest rates are really good. And yeah. while we had a job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So that, that money now helps emergency fund, you know, it helps put money back in there. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. What about on the positive, not the positive side, but instead of cutting, what can you do to increase income at this time? Yeah, there's two sides to the equation. You know, you have your expenses and you have your income. And um, so, uh, you know, one of the things we talk about in Ramsey is in the for, in the um, FPU is to sell stuff. You know, we've acquired all this stuff over the years. It's sitting in our house, in our attic, in our garage that we don't use. And you can sell that, you know, on Craigslist, um, Facebook Marketplace. You can have a garage sale, things like that. I mean, even a garage sale, if you haven't done one in a while, you could probably, you know, cover a house payment with that. So yeah, that's, that's a good. quick way to get some cash. Um, there's a lot of opportunities to earn money with a second job, you mm-hmm. know, and sometimes we have to humble ourselves and maybe take something that, uh, that we might think, you know, we're, we're more than qualified for whatever, but, you know, I just want to encourage you to look for opportunities and it's really easy today with a lot of the stuff that you can do online and, and companies are very open to that now because they've had to do that, yeah. uh, you know, with the COVID impact. So I would encourage that you do that. Um, one of the things that I would, in, would say to, 
to stay away from is, is I've heard a lot about these programs where you can access your 401k and your retirement money. Um, And the government's even put some things in to either eliminate or reduce penalties. Um, Mm -hmm. I would just encourage people to use that as a a last option. Um, A lot of these problems can be solved just through sacrifice and behavior change. And that's what we're always gonna encourage first. Um, And then one thing that I would avoid completely is borrowing from your 401k. Because what happens is if you wind up losing your job, that's gotta be paid back within a really short amount of time. And it's hard to do that when you just lost your job so be really careful with with touching your your 401k there's certain circumstances where i might tell somebody maybe to to um reduce or stop investing for a period yeah that's true but i wouldn't pull out of there and borrow i'd be real careful with that yeah i do some taxes on the side and people um you know i really discourage that because you're going to pay tax at the rate you're at plus you pay a 10 percent penalty now they Mm -hmm. put some things in here well if you can prove that you've lost your job because of covid or something that's where they're saying they're waiving that 10 percent. but you still have to pay income tax at whatever bracket you're in but if you can't show the covid impact it's another 10 percent. so you could be paying 25 30 40 percent of taxes on that so i think you're right i mean if you last resort yeah, if it's me, I'm selling the car, I'm downsizing the home, I'm doing a lot of things before I start hitting the hitting the retirement income. The other thing too is if if we fell there, you know, it retirement age, we may not have the ability to work physically. A lot of people when they get to 65, 70 70 years old can't work. So yeah. you don't want to be in a position that that that's when you're in need. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you guys relationship-wise and and how you've worked mm-hmm husband and wife because we know one of the biggest stresses in a marriage mm-hmm. is finances absolutely so how have you guys managed that and and still we don't have any stress <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah everything's yeah. perfect oh my gosh <laughs> well um i would say that you would need to be um that we have been transparent with one another we have really tried to be good communicators I don't always do all the bills, but Craig tries to include me in what's going on, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's really good. You need to get real with each other. Hey, this is where we're at, this is what we have going on, and this is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to uh, support each other. You know, I'm not working now, but Craig is, but he's had so many challenges with work that are new, new things he's addressing with COVID, new processes he's putting in place with his team and all of these things that he has worked harder during COVID than he did before. And so I've really been a cheerleader for him trying to encourage him through that. And, you know, God made the man of the house to be the provider for the home. It doesn't mean that the woman can't work and she can't contribute, Mm -hmm. but there's so much wrapped up in a man's identity with him being employed or not. And it's a really hard time for a man. And so he needs a lot of encouragement. So that's a role that I really try to encourage Craig. And so I would recommend that. But if the woman has a job in a family, the husband needs to stand behind her and encourage her. Yeah, You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. whatever the case. So, um, but you need to remember that you're on the same team and uh, you need to unite. Yeah. Yeah. And um, And men are not always the best with communication, but this is one time when I would ask you to be vulnerable with your spouse and really open open up because when you're in a time like this, you really have to understand what each other's priorities and values are when you're making decisions and putting this plan together. So uh, men where we typically don't like to communicate, um, well, you know, now's a good time to step out of our box a little bit and do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So for you guys, um, you know, you lead our generosity.life ministry here. Mm-hmm. So share a little bit. I'm not sure if everybody knows what that contains and envelops and what we can provide folks if they mm-hmm. are going through a tough time right now. Yeah, there's two areas um, that we put a lot of focus to. Uh, the main one is Financial Peace University. It's now called Ramsey Solutions. And that's a great course to take you through not only biblical principles, but very practical application. You know, so if you haven't been through that course, I would encourage you to do it. Even if you're doing well financially, you can do better. Um, Even if you can't do better financially, it'll improve your relationship with your spouse. Because one of the two is going to kind of run the finances and the other's going to kind of follow. It's kind of how it works. Uh, in most families, but this will allow both to get involved and really, again, share what your values and your priorities Mm -hmm. are, what your visions for the future, uh, vision for the future is. And when you understand each other better, then you're going to be able to put a plan together um, that both want to support and both are all in on. And then you don't have that point and finger things and and you don't develop bitterness and things like that. So I'd really encourage you to take that class. The second thing is we have, uh, money guides and money guides. Primarily our role is to help people and walk them through the process of getting a budget set up. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, we feel like we have to be in a financial crisis or we have to um, be in a bad financial position to ask for counsel. And the Bible teaches a lot about asking for counsel. Um, and so um, even families that are doing well, I would encourage you, if you don't have a budget, to, to ask for help there and let us walk you through that process. It stays totally um, confidential. and Yeah, ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally confidential, but we'll walk you through the steps. We'll help you get one built. We'll be there for you if you have questions. We'll give you guidance on things. And, and we, we um, our, ca- our counsel is aligned with Dave Ramsey's principles, which are biblical principles. And mm-hmm. so, um, and if there's things that are out of our realm of expertise, we'll, you know, we'll refer you to a professional, but for the basic steps to get going and to encourage you through that process and to, and to stay disciplined with a plan, um, we can be a help to any family. Yeah. And that's one thing I think we would recommend as we close, um, you know, and think about, um, for our viewers today is don't do this alone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, community is so important. I mean, for one thing, um, going to God because he cares for you and relying on the Lord to, mm-hmm. to, to provide for you and give you a peace and, and, sure. and cast out all fear. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do it alone. And that's where I think at Hillside we have mm-hmm. these things and other things that we have this grocery delivery. We're helping people. Uh, we mm-hmm. have a benevolence fund that helps people mm-hmm. uh, during this time to help pay a bill or something. Uh, and we have these Stephen ministers that are uh, available that just for you to just be able to talk to. And that's really important right now because losing a job or going through um, difficult times and trials, um, uh, it impacts us emotionally. Um, and I think um, one of the things that, that we see a lot is that the person that's carrying that load um, takes on a lot of that 
stress and anxiety and mm-hmm. that's not healthy for a family you know so i would encourage you to, to reach out to one of these other ministries that's not our expertise but reach out to one of those other other ministries and let them help you uh through that um, and also remember too that when you're going through a situation like this in a trial and we see it in the bible all the time where it talks about we should be going through this with joy and i'll tell you what we are happy and we are content we're not happy about getting a pay cut, but we're, we know where our hope is and we know who's in control. Amen. And so we can go through this with joy. Um, and I want to be an example for, um, for my family and my friends and people that know me as we go, go through this. Um, and if I'm mad about losing the job and I'm talking or getting a pay cut and I'm talking bad about the company and I'm walking around the house angry, um, I'm not representing Christ and how he expects us to walk through these situations. So I would encourage you to get some help in that if you find yourself, if you step out of your box and look in and say, you know, I'm probably not behaving in a way that's honorable to God. You know, let's talk to one of these ministries and see if we can get some help there. Yeah. So we hope, um, you know, this has been helpful for you. And if you're viewing this tonight and you do have a need, um, you can reach out to Hillside always by just sending us an email at care at yourhillside.com. And um, we're here for you. Don't do this alone. Uh, don't let it go past. And, and there's just so many good resources, so many good people. And, of course, we have a Heavenly Father that cares for you very much. So, uh, again, I hope this has been helpful. We hope to do uh, more of these little topics just to help you during this time. But, again, don't do this alone. Help us. We're, we're, we're here for you. And uh, we'll, we want to help you. So I hope you have a good evening. Thanks for joining us tonight.